Welcome to the Eskenzi PR podcast, where we share pearls of wisdom on PR and cybersecurity. Hi, I'm Yvonne Eskenzi, and today's How to Win in PR and Cybersecurity is going to be all about rapid responses. Now, rapid responses are those things that um, Eskenzi PR spends two or 365 days on. It's our most important tool in our armory, and to take us through what rapid responses are all about is the lovely Lucy Harvey. Hi, Lucy. Hello, hi. And Lucy is an account director here at uh, Eskenzi PR. So, Lucy, tell us all about what is a rapid response and why are they so important and why is this the thing that we... Um, is probably the most important thing in our kind of PR toolkit. So a rapid response is um, basically when we comment on industry news. So for instance, um, we will monitor the news in the morning and all throughout the day in social media sites. And as some of the big stories break, we'll share them with our clients and we'll request comments. And then we'll share our clients' comments out with the other media. It's a great way to get your clients involved in the stories that are happening on like a daily basis. Um, and it's also a really, really good way to generate some coverage in some of your nationals. It can also get coverage on broadcast stations and um, obviously all of your trades as well. But it really is um, a, a very core tool in our kind of PR handbook. So if we think about our clients, how many rapid responses do you, opportunities do you send out to your clients a week? It's very dependent on the news. So it's de- definitely dependent on what's happening. However, I would say on average, we send around two stories per day. But obviously, when we've got big stories like data breaches um, and the election hacking, that can that number can definitely increase. And actually, when I think about this week alone, we've had um, the super drug hack we had last week, the Butlins hack. And I think for one of our clients, they got something like, I know that, that often with the Press Association, when they take a story, we can, it can snowball and we can get 350 bits of coverage overnight, can't we? Oh, yeah, it can happen. It happens all the time. Um, and we've obviously also get requests from the BBC and ITV asking for um, spokespeople to come down to the studio. Um, but it really is a, a really great way at generating a lot of high-level coverage. Now, if you are out there and looking at how you can possibly tap into the whole rapid response system, obviously I don't want to give too many secrets of how we succeed here at Eskenzi, but how would you recommend people go out there and try and find the stories to jump on them to actually then go to the journalists? What's what's that process? So the first thing that you do is you've obviously got to keep an eye on the news. Um, so when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that you should be doing is checking all your news sites, your um, the Google News or checking your social media sites then what you want to do is you want to identify that story it could be a story which is just really relevant to a specific client or it could be a story which is just um, a really mainstream story like a a data breach of a well-known retailer which is going to have an impact against a lot of consumers so then what you do is you send that story off to your client and you ask them for comment I would say with the comment you want to keep it punchy and concise Um, a journalist is only looking for a sound bite that they can slot into their article obviously the comment needs to add value some unique insight but then you've got to get it off to the journalist as fast as possible with breaking news stories um, speed is definitely key you want to get the comment off to the journalist as they're writing up their stories so the you definitely need to make sure that you're really on it with the media and what's going on and what news is breaking and when. I know one of the questions we always get asked, uh, we've got 
what nearly tw- we've got around 25 clients is how can we possibly then send out 25 comments so how how do we manage how how do our, all of our clients get a bit of a, a bite of the cherry um what how, how do we how do you think you, you can kind of compete in that very kind of crowded cybersecurity world I think what we always do is um, we, I mean, we make sure that the comment requests that we're sending are very relevant to our clients. Um, obviously, with the mainstream stories, we will send them to a wider pool, but our clients all focus on different areas of security. So we try to make sure that we're sending the ones which are really specific to them. So, so relevance actually being an expert at your specific field is key isn't it yeah absolutely the important part is as well you've got to add value to the story the journalist Mm. doesn't want you just to analyze what's happened they want you to give more information so that you're actually giving them something unique which is going to back up their story or give a different point of view but it's always got to add value so would you agree that you kind of need to to you you if you are a spokesperson you have to decide what is going to be your area of excellence. You know, your own voice, your 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 area of, of, of expertise, your wheelhouse, if, if you like. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, it's important to focus on a specific area. However, that doesn't mean that you should shy away from other stories. I mean, it's always good to be seen as a thought leader on all aspects of security as well. So journalists want different point of views. And if you feel like you can add value to a story, which isn't necessarily something that you specifically focus on, um, don't hesitate from doing that. Lucy, can you give me um, rapid response best practices? I think that in terms of best practices, definitely speed is key. I think relevance is also key. So um, try to ensure that the story you're sending to your client is relevant. However, in saying that, always encourage your clients to comment on the stories which are going to hit the mainstream media. Um, So for instance, a a big data breach or the election hacking, because not only will that be an opportunity to demonstrate that your client is a thought leader on all aspects of security, it can be a really really good way to get into your national media and even onto tv you know um in the past people have often said we do ambulance chasing which i know is something we've never done we don't ambulance chase that means when a story happens we go chasing after it just because it's any old reason to get onto a story how do you think we get over that whole ambulance chasing thing i mean obviously our comments are intelligent they come from some of the world's leading experts I think that um, we we make sure that the story is of interest. It is an interesting story where it is well thought out. We're not just sending clients stories for the sake of sending them. It is, okay, what can you add to this story? What is going to be, what are you going to say on this? So it's very thought out. Um, so we'll, we might send about kind of, I don't know, as many as 10 different stories across our whole clients a day. Lucy, do you really think that we send out as many 10 um, breach stories a day? Surely in the big wide world, there aren't that many stories out there. So they don't all relate to breaches. Um, Obviously, we have inbound requests from journalists which are commenting on reports that have come out from other companies. Um, We might have... um, vulnerabilities that have been found we'll have them um, we'll be commenting on other companies news and um, so and then obviously there are the breaches that happen and they do happen or there's a site that's been ddos or there's a company that's been targeted with ransomware 
So generally, yeah, there are, I mean, there's loads of security stories every single day. And we just make sure that we select the one which is going to be of most relevance to our clients. But as I've said previously, if it is a mainstream story um, that we know is going to attract a lot of attention, then we do send it to kind of our wide client base. I suppose the advantage is that we've got 24-hour cover as well because we're in the US, we're France, Germany and in the UK. So as soon as we clock off at about 10 o'clock at night, the US team come on board, don't they? And they kind of come through. So we've always got lovely yeah. stories, yeah. And that's one of the things as well that works really in our favour and our clients' favour. That's often when we come into work in the morning... Um, there'll be a comment or when we wake up and check our emails in the morning there'll be a a comment already in our inbox um, waiting to be put out because the US team there'll be a story that's broken overnight and the US team has got a comment and we're able to issue it and the same goes for the US team when they wake up in the morning and check their email (laughs) then they also have a comment in their inbox which they can circulate in the US so it is 24 hour coverage and obviously um, that works and like that works really well for our clients. And what about the pros and the cons or the good and the bad and the ugly? So the bad, I mean, I think there's just a few things to consider with rapid response. I think that one thing that you should always do is um, know your journalists. Not all journalists take rapid response. So the journalists that don't take rapid response, don't send them to them because you're just going to annoy them. And we don't like annoying journalists, do we, Lucy? No, that is definitely a golden PR (laughs) rule. (laughs) Don't annoy the journalists. (laughs) And then the other rule is also as well, you should also try to scan the media as well before you send out a comment. So, for instance, if a story's broken, check to see what other journalists have covered it because there is no point in sending a comment out to a journalist that's already covered a story. Yeah. You're just going to spam them and you're just going to annoy them and they get enough emails, so there's just no need. What about that naughty thing where you go and phone? Would you ever phone a journalist up to see whether they want a rapid response comment? I think it depends on the story. Um, but no, sometimes we will get on the phone and contact a journalist and say, are you covering this story? And if so, would you be interested in a comment from X who can talk about X? And and the journalists are very receptive to that. However, I do think that email is probably the best tool for getting your rapid responses out it's it's fairly straightforward journalists obviously watching their inbox but there is no harm in phoning them so if you have a look at all the things that you use every single day to get your your clients lots of coverage you've got articles last week we spoke about white papers you've got research you've got surveys you've got rapid responses interviews interviews yeah and when people come over profiles profiles okay so what about how would where does rapid response come on that kind of list i would say rapid response is definitely one of your number one tools for generating coverage i think that if you're having a a quiet week or your client doesn't necessarily have any news or research in the pipeline rapid response is a great way of keeping a stream of coverage a constant stream of coverage um as you said earlier we've got clients that get kind of 300 pieces of coverage overnight from a rapid response Mm. sometimes it can go even higher than that number so it's just it's a guaranteed way of doing of getting coverage um so I would say it's, uh, it's a very, very important tool. 
Thank you so much, Lucy. That was so interesting. Um, and I've learned a lot about rapid responses too. I hope all of you have as well. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed it. If you need any more information, know where to find us at um, eskenzipr.com. And next week, we're going to do a podcast on how to win over the journalist. Do come and join us then. Cheers. Bye. Bye.